Are you crying? No. It's alright. I'm not crying. <laughs> we'll get to do it again. Next spring. <laughs> it feels like forever. How far is that away though? It's only like seven months. That's sad. It's a little sad. We have a podcast about a fishing season mm-hmm. that's less than half the year. Right. I think it's all right, though. We go through it every year, and I say say it every year. Like, maybe it's okay that it, it, it's coming to an end. It makes you really appreciate it. Yeah, I think so. I hate to admit this, but I've had mostly weather-related, but I've had some hook sets that I was thinking, like, while I'm fighting the fish, like, you should be enjoying this more. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Maybe you don't. But I don't, I rarely get to that point, but I might be, I'm all right with it wrapping up soon. That's mighty mature of you. I was talking to my mom about it and she like has watched me through my guide career. That lasts about six days and then I'm just a big mopey baby because it's not fishing season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. It's hard for me to be happy. Especially when there's like a real simple solution. That What's that? Just fish more. Right. Right. This is while I talk. I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm Will. Uh, this week we are wrapping up the show for the open water mm-hmm. season. We'll let you know what happened this week, what we did. Talk about the walleye bonanza. And uh, we're going to do it not just the week, but the year in review. Um. So stick around. We've got one last time to go sit on that port dock Right. And we'll pull it out. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-Dock.com. Porta-Dock.com. Find your local Porta dock dealer today. Porta-Dock.com. I'm going to do it. Wilbur, how was your week? I had a pretty good week. Uh, I didn't get to fish too much. I fished only twice because um, I went to North Dakota and to Thailand tomorrow, uh, on Thursday. Um, so I had to, I fished the Bonanza, which was good fishing, and then I fished today, which was phenomenal. Um, like, today was the apex of my of my fall. Sure. I mean, other maybe the MWC was a little bit better, but this was really a phenomenal afternoon. Great weather. I mean, it's 60 it's so degrees, nice out. Yeah. blowing out of the south at 15 miles an hour, mm-hmm. and the fish are super shallow. Uh, I think our deepest fish today was on the south side, and we caught it in like 9, 11 feet of water. <laughs> um, and I have no idea what our shallowest was, but it was shallow. <laughs> so it was a lot of walleyes. Um, we had a few big ones. Uh, especially when it counted, we caught some real nice ones today. We just caught a bunch of eaters, caught some, you know, 20 to 24 inch. I think I got one that was 25 today. Nice. Um, jig in a minnow, five feet of water. You can't ask for much better than that. <laughs> they just choke on it. It's a lot of fun. If you have the opportunity, I don't care that it's going to snow. If I wasn't going to Thailand, there's nothing that would stop me from going to Leech Lake this weekend. Absolutely nothing but going to Thailand. In fuego. It is in fuego. (laughs) 
Oh my Let's Lord. stop Wildenberg from fishing Leech Lake the second week in October. The only thing that could is Don't. my beautiful, lovely, meaner than hell wife. <laughs> and I love her so much. Um, Dan, how was your week? It was also good. Uh, wasn't just on Leech. Leech was, was good when I was there. Woman was good. They're so Those two are so different, man. Like the, the feel of the days. Woman, the fish are not that big, but you have to hunt them down. You have to graph them and figure out what they want to eat and stuff. Like I, I do like the puzzle of that, even though the fish are 15 to, you know, I think I caught three fish over 20 inches or my boat did on a couple trips on, on woman. So you don't get the bigs out there, but it's satisfying work, I would say. Mm-hmm. And But you're catching are, numbers out there that you're not catching on leech. Well, usually, I'd say in September, we are now leeches. Catching up. up. Yeah. Yep. The other thing with, with woman is, like, you get to your, there's no keeper problem. With, with leech, you can catch 30 sometimes and not get eight keepers. Right. You know, that people, that I feel good about keeping, right. you know. So. We don't really encourage the keeping of 24 inches. Right. Right. Um, whereas woman, you know, you get to, you maybe get to 12 12, 16 to 18 inches. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's fantastic. But the, then the box is full and a lot of people are, they want to look for something else to do. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want to just pop. And I appreciate that. I wouldn't want to, I don't think it's great to, well, jigging a minnow is maybe a little different and that's what woman has been lately. But if you're rigging, you know, like I hate to, hate to gut hook the 13th walleye or you know the yeah. 13th 16th incher that you got in the boat now mm-hmm. you spend a lot of time out there mm-hmm. on both mm-hmm. so just to do your best to try and describe like the difference between an 18 inch on woman and an 18 inch on leech right now dude i think an 18 incher on leech the east side of leech i think they're like coming of age like when they become an east side fish is there an 18 incher they swim over to the west side, they eat a west side 18-incher, and then they swim back. They eat a fish the same size as them. I'm going to die. They do, that, they do that to the woman like fish for sure. They swim up the White River. <laughs> for sure. Maybe not a, like a 15-incher over there. One of those cigars. That's what their bros tell them. Like, you want to live over here? This is This is the... The What's east side walleyes have the neck tattoos. What's that called? The gang thing. Uh, <laughs> they have the neck tattoos. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, man, they're big fish. It's, they it's get out over of this there. world. And they're maybe the most impressive thing about them is that they just disappear <laughs> in July. <laughs> yeah, they can vanish. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of space for them to grow, though. Last couple of days have been great on leech. The wind is blowing. I feel like maybe both of us are, like, I'm I'm beat down by the wind a little bit. I'm a little, uh, after Sunday, I'm awful tired of getting super wet. Yeah. We took, even today, we took one over the front. I didn't like that. Yeah. I'm getting really sick of that. Yeah. But it's, if that's what it takes to catch a bunch of the best walleyes that I can come up with, uh... I'm gonna do it. Right. Hard to... You don't get that many perfect, perfect days, 
Today was pretty darn close. I'd give it a nine. It was pretty comfy. They were biting pretty good. Just a little splashy. Yeah. That's all. That's my only complaint. Unrelated to what we're talking about, this time of year, you know you get bit off and like you feel the bite and it's maybe a little toothy? Yeah. How many of them are muskies? I bet I got bit off. I think a lot of... Yeah. I think I got bit off by a couple muskies today. Just how how they slam. Especially where you were fishing. There are muskies all over that bar. Yeah. All over. Right. Just that one, like, the, it wasn't last time I was out there, but Mark had a muskie on the tournament day. Mm. Um, he hooked it and he's like, whoa. I mean, it could have been like a 35-inch walleye, but we're going to probably go with muskie. Um but yeah, it's just unbelievable how many muskies are on there. Yeah. And there's nobody fishing them. There's nobody fishing, period. Yeah. I saw two boats today. Three boats two. today. I did two. But I guess they were around. I think the waves were big enough. Maybe they were hiding behind the waves. It could have been. Because when I went, in, I went into Pikedale at the end of my day today, and he's like, God, we got everybody everybody in today. And I was like, who's everybody? And he's like, well, you've been in. Will's been in. George has been in. Landerville's been in. Landerville was over at Pikedale at some point. Doing what? He was. I think they were doing a lunch break. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good week. Great week. Um, should we take a break? Yes. This final episode of Walleye Talk with Will and Dan is brought to you in part by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. Full Stringer wants to just say thank you to all of the folks that made it into the store. They'll be open through MEA weekend, and then they are shutting their doors. Their self-serve bait will be open through the season. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next year. Thanks again from Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. Ow. Ow. Are you getting bit? Ow. <laughs> yeah, real bad. Your cat is mean. <laughs> I love it. Bonanza. Bonanza time. Bonanza, bonanza, bonanza. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately... Bob Landerville is, in my opinion, like the most unbelievable walleye fisherman Leech Lake has seen in our generation. Yeah, yep. He's also just a real easy guy to to lose to, to cheer for, you know? You know what he did? We were out there, and we rolled up to the same spot, you know, it was like 11, you know, two hours in. I drove the boat. A grand total, like from spot to spot, like an hour. <laughs> okay, and he's like, "We got all over twenty six, son." I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, uh, that is deflating. Oh, uh, and we, I thought we were doing good. We had like a twenty five and a twenty three, and a couple of like nineteeners. It's like, yeah, we we're, we're making our way. You know, we right. got a couple. We maybe will away. Right. And then he said that, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, Bob. He did a pretty good job catching up then. Yeah, Mark did. I, I only weighed, I think out of our six, I only weighed two. Um, it was, you know, it seemed like it was a lot better than it was. You know, we only caught ten fish all day. Um, but Yeah, that's about what we did. But our smallest, I think, was a 24. So we had a 24, 24 and a quarter, 24 and three quarter, 25 and a half, 26 and 27 and a half. Nice. And, uh, you know, what separated us from like fourth, fifth, third is that 27 and a half. Mm-hmm. A funny story. 
So Mark caught that, and he was rigging, and he, like, I seen him close his bail, and he went, like, with his rod, and all of a sudden went, <laughs> that 27 and a half or just choked his sucker bit off. Just oh choked it. <laughs> He's like, what the, that's a fish. Oh, I'm on, I'm on. And he brought it like right up and it made a couple like surface rolls <laughs> and uh, scooped it right up and we were like, Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> then we did, uh, obviously we did a couple of fist bumps, um, put it on the bump board and like, wow, all right, this helps a bunch. Um, but Bob had 41.7 pounds. Seven pound average. Yeah. Six fish for seven pounds a piece, just about. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh-huh. And right now, the the you use a, a a conversion chart, but right now it's accurate. Right. Like they are about what those charts say right now. Yep. I would say. So he really did catch six seven pounders today or Sunday. Which is wild. That's pretty good, and he's done it two years in a row. Last year he had forty two pounds. Crazy. How do you stop that? I don't know. I don't know. I even told him I was going to break his kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't pay for the tournament. So I texted him. I was like, you better pay today or I'm going to break your kneecaps. And he comes in in his cop uniform. <laughs> and he's like, you, uh, what did he say? Uh, you trying to assault an officer? <laughs> and he like pulled out like his flashlight or whatever. Yeah. He's like going to hit me. <laughs> it was funny. It was really funny. Uh, it was wild that day. Mm. West, westerly winds, just a hair of south in them, maybe. For a little bit, that's when it was, like, controllable. Right. For me, anyway. Yeah, it was wild. How uh, was your tournament? Uh, not, no, it was, it, like, at the end was not terrible, but it definitely felt terrible for a while. We didn't catch a walleye until 1230. Um, I had fished with Bob the day before. And we had done real, real well. And on a spot that, like, we were sh- sure, like, we'd be able to fish how we want to, even in the wind. And uh, that's where we started. No go. No fish in there. That spot still is, int- I don't know why they are and why they aren't there. They're they're either all on or they're all off, it right. seems, right? I do feel like I maybe just don't know the spot well enough, though. Like, I do think they're not far away. I don't know. We got one off there, but then we were we had decided that the main lake was not for for us that day, so we ran down to like a community spot that also had some fish on it mm-hmm. this past week, and it was also like a little protected from the wind. And we were thinking like, if there's any serenity to find on this lake, it's this <laughs> this spot, and we get to that spot, and it's pretty nice in there, except Carl Swanson is sitting. There. <laughs> and we pull into the spot and Carl as soon as we sit down Carl catches a nice fish and he's just screaming and making all sorts of noise and then he catches another one like five minutes later and then he catches another one and the third one he caught I was tying a jig so we didn't have a line in the water Carl's chirping at me the whole time and I'm tying a jig he's like watch this I'm gonna catch one right underneath the ranger and he pitches a jig like within six feet of my boat, and he catches like a twenty-five underneath <laughs> my boat. <laughs> oh no! 
And I was I was steaming mad. I was really, really <laughs> unhappy with where my life was at at that point. We actually left the spot be- to get away from Carl's boat. Like, both Bob and I were like, yeah, there's for sure fish here. This is not good for our mental health. <laughs> I need to cool it down. <laughs> right. We leave for a while, come back, sit down, and they catch one in front of us again. And then we watch them catch the biggest fish of the tournament. We watch Phil catch a biggest fish. Seven, eight. Biggest fish. In Bonanza history. Is that right? Twenty eight and three quarters. Twenty eight and three quarters. Yeah. Just a giant. Yeah. Big one. Congratulations, by the way, Phil. Yeah. That was that's a monster. It is. It is. That's a big fish on Leech Lake. So we ended up in ninth place. We weighed twenty seven pounds. We knew we weren't really in it, but we ended up like having having a couple good runs where we we were catching fish, and that r- really is what makes you. It just makes you feel better. Um, I for the third or fourth time took second place. Mm-hmm. Not to you this time, but to Bob Landerville. Again. Did you take second to him last fall? No, I got you were down. Kicked, you oh know. yeah, you got beat by your sister and your dad. Too. Yeah, correct. Yeah, they for sure were not as excited this year as they were last year. <laughs> they, they caught some fish though. Yeah, they had twenty five pounds. Right. There were eleven teams with over twenty pounds. Wow. Eleven. That's pretty great. That's crazy. Yeah. If you just brave the weather, like the people who didn't do that well. They didn't go stick it out, you know, in the weather. Sure. You know, they left. A lot of people left pretty early. Right. You know, um, it was just, I want to thank everybody who showed up too. Like that, it goes a long ways for the fishing, you know, community and for fishing it's as cool. a whole. It's cool being there because like now I, like I know everybody there, you know, mm-hmm. it's fun to see the old faces. You see oh. me try to get out of the harbor. Yes. There's a picture of you on the. On the Sugar Point Facebook page, getting out of the harbor, <laughs> and you, I can see through your rain gear, your butt cheeks clinched together. <laughs> it is so puckered. I didn't want to go in there, and I was going gonna go in there, and then Bob Landerville was like, "Don't go in there, dude. Have him bring it out to you." And then George called me. He's like, "There's a parking spot in here." Not not happy about going in there, but I got out. No no property damage. Um. We forgot to tell them about what happened to the fifth place. What ha- How the fifth place team? Oh yeah. Caught their fish. Yeah. So, Jamie Miller, the owner of Sugar Point Resort, had this thing in his back pocket. So he watched everybody go out, and I'm like, "You guys got gonna come out? Yeah, we'll be after you. We just want to watch everyone go out." Well, those sly devils <laughs> walked out to the rocks of the harbor. Said they watched. Or they caught two fish before I got out of eye, or before I got out of earshot. <laughs> caught two fish from the harbor rocks, and, and they took fifth place from shore. From shore, <laughs> I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" So what me and Mark did after the bonanza, we went down there. We caught eight walleyes in twenty minutes. It's pretty awesome. And then today, I went from a boat and pretty much reverse engineered it. Casted to shore, brought Same it back, fish. wailed on him, <laughs> wailed on him. I was like, "There's no way you're doing this to me again, Jamie Miller. No way, no how." Oh, that's great. But great turnout, filled it again. Hope that this spring we can fill it one more time. Um, it's a great event. I mean, maybe not for everybody else, but for me, I'm real satisfied. You know, 
seeing all the smiles at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's, it's less about the money except for the money I raise and the friendly competition. Right. Well, the truth of the matter is like, there are quite a few guides who fish it and we would do much better just taking a trip that day than, than trying to, trying to beat 25 other teams of good anglers, you know? Right. We just do it because it's fun and it's the community thing. Yeah, and I appreciate you fishing in a dam. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate I like it every year. I like to win it. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun to win it. I've only done that once. It doesn't feel as good to get some. I wish you had like a. Why don't you get a board and put little. Like the Pikedale folks do, put a little brass stamp for the teams that win it. I gotta talk to Phil about that. He's the one who set that up. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. I'd like to see my name up there three, three times. Three times, and Bob's up there twice. But Bob doesn't fish it in the spring. I know. That's like the... I feel like mine would have to have an asterisk. You know, <laughs> at the bottom it says, Bob didn't fish it. <laughs> uh, um, but that's enough of Bonanza talk. Let's uh, take a little break, and then we're going to get to the review. This tip of the week is presented by The One Stop in Longville. Uh, my tip of the week... Uh, the one stop is open seven days a week throughout the whole year. Uh, we've got everything you need for ice fishing. We've got ice augers, we've got ice rods, we've got ice line. Uh, we've got the good hookups on some fish house rentals. Uh, just give us, you know, stop on in, talk to us, shop around, especially this winter when you're up ice fishing. We'll get you hooked up. We'll take care of you the best we can. That's my tip of the week. So let's have a conversation here, Dan. Okay. Um, we're closing in on the end of our open water season. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me, kind of halfway month by month, maybe season by season, tell me what happened, give me a rating, and give me an overall score of the season in comparison to seasons past. Hmm. All right. O- opener was great. Spring, our spring was awesome. Mm-hmm. On the east side of Leech and, and our, our smaller lakes, the, it was awesome. Um, that one was the best I've ever had, I'd say. Uh, nice and busy. Fish were cooperative. Weather was pretty great, mm-hmm. you know. Don't think you could ask for a better... Seemed cool. ...progression for, for fishing. I think people who just like the lake life and maybe want to get on a tube or something... We're a little unhappy, but it was a pretty great uh, progression for for a walleye fisherman, I would say. Fourth of July is always like the big turning point, and for sure, like my weakest, the weakest part of my business uh, model. Catching fish. Catching fish, you know, like no one, no one delivering on what I think I can mm-hmm. deliver, and that proved to be true again this year. Um, didn't. Wasn't wasn't as bad as it's been in years past, but um, had to fish a bunch right through it, and uh, yeah, so that I would give it a C, and it's always a C. Yeah. Then the pan fishing stuff got going. I do feel like I we had some pretty like some scattered good walleye bites in there too. Yeah, surprisingly, like, bam, and we got a bunch of fish this day. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, and then August, I'd say August was the probably the biggest disappointment yep. compared to last year at least. I can't even remember two years ago, but 
Last this didn't happen. Didn't happen. There was no August two years ago. <laughs> it was a leap year. I know for sure there were no fires in Canada two August. <laughs> yeah, this one was was you had to work for everything, and and there were some days that were surprisingly poor. I would say when you, you know? when the conditions were right, right, but the fish were not cooperative. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then September was great again. Labor Day, actually the last week in August and through September was, was great. You are a butt kicker in September. Yeah. Like I, you, I, you, you got the program down. Last two years I've been doing, doing pretty good in September, which is a great time of year to be catching fish because the weather's great. Still a lot of people around who want to go fishing and, uh. Hard to complain about 70 and sunny. Right. And still catching some walleyes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then our fall has been been good too. I'm trying to think if I've had, I've had a couple. No, oh, I think I think late September and early October have been been pretty good. Not to say they're low lights, but I didn't have like a great MWC and I didn't have a great Bonanza. Those are just two days. Right. Good. The good thing about guiding is like right after both of them, I went back to work and had good days after it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd overall I give, I don't know if I'm just optimistic or, or I have a short memory or whatever, but this is, this was my best season. Hoping to, hoping to just continue to improve. I do feel like partially because of this project, like the podcast and partially because of like my friendship with you and the other fishermen I know, like there's no way we're not going to get better every year. And Even if the year gets tougher, mm-hmm. years like there's not there's years that they're just not gonna bite this well. Right, you can't expect them to. Yeah, but I think you you try your best to learn, and well, it helps to share information. For sure, but I do think just just having discussions like we have to do this for about an hour every week where you and I talk about fishing mm-hmm. that that helps. Remember when we talked about like what we would do if we just like had the record button, like we'd we'd stop the show and then record what we talk about in the in the breaks <laughs> yeah. and use that because there's some good stuff we talk. We about. get way too in depth though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like real personal information. <laughs> like you don't need to know where the hot sand bite is. Okay, you right. don't need to know that, especially right. pre, you know, bonanza or pre. Uh, Leech Lake Classic. Right. Right. <laughs> How about you? How was your year? Uh, I, so from what I remember on opener, I had, I had a pretty tough like first five days of season. I remember it really clearly because that first Thursday is when it all started for me. That first Thursday throughout, um, I don't know, the middle, almost end of June, I had... Really nothing but great days, except for one. And that was day two of the Leech Lake Classic. <laughs> I had one real downer day, like the most inopportune time. So other, other than that, I mean, um, I really, uh, especially that time here, I made sure, like I, I made myself do it. I got a lot better at pulling rigs. Like, I, I, I don't know exactly how much better I got, but now I'm, like, really confident if I ever have a rig in the water, I'm going to do, I'm going to do everything right 
as far as my handbook goes. Everyone's got their own handbook. Right. My right. handbook reads this way, and I do it the right way according to my handbook sure. every time. Sure, um, Where I didn't have that in my... I mean, I, I could rig. I still... I mean, I could always pretty well rig. Right. But now I think I'm good More at confidence it. confidence in the, in the system. I would say, like, last year I was a below-average rigger. Now I'm, I'm a good rigger. Right. Um, as far as bow control goes, as far as catching them goes, as far as reading what's a rock, what's bite, blah, blah, blah. I'm a, I'm a good Lindy rigger now, mm-hmm. which is what I, my goal was. Yeah. I wanted to get better at pulling things. That was you said it at the beginning of day the, one. Yeah. And I did that. And that was, that was the big part. Um, next year, I don't know what's going to be my goal, but I'm happy I reached the goal this year. Sure. Um, Fishing on leech especially has, I mean, in the spring was unbelievable. I caught more big fish this year than ever. Um, there's been more 28-inch fish in my boat than ever. Awesome. Um, I, I, I can't say how there's been a couple, like, especially, like, when I didn't think we were going to catch very many fish in the spring, like, not even in the spring, in the early summer, on the little lakes in Longville, we destroyed them. <laughs> destroyed them. Like, I'm very happy with the health of the fisheries around town. We just wailed on them. Um, Fourth of July came. Um, fishing got pretty tough. You go to fish catching trips, and I didn't have a bad fish catching trip yeah. this season. Yep. You know, where in years past, they used to have those bad, even just to catch a fish, I'd have a bad day. Right. I didn't really have that this year. Um, I had one stellar day in July, which really kind of brings everything up as far as my July walleye fishing goes. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of disappointing days. I'm like my go-to lake, but you know, like a month later, George went out there and wailed on him for <laughs> four days or whatever. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, thanks for making me feel good, George." Um, so like July was. It was it was a good month. I mean, just and I can really just attest that to the one great day I had. Um, August came around. Really thought things were gonna get going, especially on our clam bed bite. And it wasn't like there wasn't fish there. Yeah, we had a hard time getting them to go. Right, even you know you get them to go. Like for me, I remember there was a couple times. Oh, there's a bunch of fish here on like my favorite little spot. Mm-hmm. And you pull them with the night crawler, and you catch one. You pull them with a creek chub, you catch one. And then they just disappear. And I don't know what causes them to move like that, but um, yeah. they, they sure do. Mm-hmm. And it's very bothersome. But um, still wasn't that bad of a month. You know, if you can go out there and catch four to eight of them a night in or a day in the really one of the, the second hottest month of the year, I feel pretty good about that, yeah. especially since you're catching big, giant smallmouth and big pike with them. Mm-hmm. Who's going to complain about Who in their right mind is going to complain about that? Weather's yeah. beautiful. Fishing's not that bad. Um, September was great, and that I give a lot of thanks to you and George. Um, you know, I, I, I got hung up with me getting married and, Chris, and Mark getting married. I was, you know, it took a lot of chunk of my time. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys helped me find fish on places where you'd found them. And thank you, George, for, you know, finding those fish on the MWC. Um, 
one of the best experiences ever. Yeah. Truly one of the best experiences ever. Um, and that's all thanks to George. Um, I owe you a lot of thanks for, you know, helping me, you know, you taught me how to fish Woman Lake. I wouldn't know how to fish that dumb lake. <laughs> I couldn't figure that stuff out, but you sure did. Uh, and I thank you for sharing that time because you led to having some great days out there. Um, it's on those, especially like on women, like you don't, you don't have a problem catching, you know, it seems like 20 fish, you know, like that's a pretty common thing to do. Not a guarantee, but a pretty common thing that, that if I were to go do that and try and figure that out on my own, like from scratch, there is no way in heck I'd find those fish. Like I don't, I'm a flats fisherman. I'm not a structure fisherman. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, you, you led for me to have one of the best Septembers ever. You and George did. And I thank you for that. No problem. Um, so far in October, I've got nothing but smiles coming out of my boats. <laughs> um, yeah. And the, the, the health of the fisheries around here are just unbelievable. I can't wait to see what uh, the rest, of, well, what happens after Thailand. I can't wait to see what happens after that. <laughs> so hopefully, I would say that this has been my, by far my best season. By far. Yeah. And I used to catch a lot of fish. <laughs> this has been my best season by far. It's been a good one. It's not over either. Mm-mm. I know with, there's some snow in the forecast for the weekend, but that always makes it's me... It's an inch of snow. Don't be a baby. Yeah. Please there... go to Leech Lake. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll... You wouldn't regret that. You might have moments if you're sitting on Leech Lake... On Saturday or Sunday that you're like, ooh, this is brutal. But in February, you're going to be like, I'm so glad I went out there that weekend. Kind of 27 and a half that right, day. Right. In the snow. Right. Legends don't become legends by sitting on the couch when it snows outside. <laughs> Especially in October. <laughs> but it's been, it's been a great season. One more break? Yeah. All right, before we wrap this up, uh, just a big blanket thank you to the people who listened to it. Uh, we did ask last week for who are you. Uh, we asked who, you know, who's listening who we haven't heard from. And I won't go into too much de- detail, but we heard from Jens Kotke, Justin McCord, Jordan McPherson, and Ty Hamstrom, uh, all guys who listened to the podcast. And uh, a few of you had questions um, and I'll, I'll answer those in, in an email or I'll respond to those questions, but we're just running short on time. But thank you for responding, letting us know who we are. Um, and all of you who've, who've reached out through the year, uh, we appreciate that you listen and that you in, engage with us. That, that's just as much fun and um, maybe more satisfying than just seeing a number click over on the, on the listens. It's knowing makes the, it all the, worth the, it. the people behind it. Makes it all worth it. Uh, I wanted, I wanted to thank Pikedale and Sugar Point Resort on Leech Lake. Um, without you guys, like it'd be hard for us to. It'd be hard for me, especially to run my business. But I appreciate all the hospitality, and uh, I can't say enough good things about both of those places. Um, a lot of business and just some kind people, not just friends, but you know, chosen family. Yeah. Willing to help you out and on your, you know, they're they're happy for you on your good days and 
uh, they're willing to help you on your on your bad days. They got too. cold beer. Yep, they do. Doesn't matter how many fish you catch, they got cold beer. Uh, Woman Lake, uh, Woman Lake Lodge, Kinimusha, Mini TP, those three resorts, uh, Rodwater Lodge, um, all of you. It, it sort of goes around and comes around, you know. That's the good thing about a fishing community is the business moves both ways, and um, all of the all of the resorts we mentioned, and also of course the one stop and full stringer, mm-hmm. they. Uh, we do well by them and they do well by us. Nothing but love in this we're, small town. We're pretty thankful for the little community we live in. And you could see it at, at the Bonanza, you know, that, that community was was present there. Mm-hmm. Um, Portadoc, Portadoc got the yes. whole, they've done a lot for us. Well, we really appreciate them supporting the business and the, the podcast. Um, if you have a business that is interested in advertising, we're we're open for uh, new advertisers for the twenty twenty season. Um, send us an email. Any last parting words here? Um, so before the start of next season, if you haven't watched The Office or Letterkenny, <laughs> um. Please do so. That's a very big part of our podcast. Really just it would make the podcast. You don't even have to really enjoy your time watching the shows. You'll just get what we're talking about. Right. Oh, I also got a message before I go before we go again. Um, I got a message from Matt Holmgren. Uh, he's got a buddy uh, he works with who likes podcasts. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but doesn't really, I mean, he likes fishing, but doesn't really care that much. Uh, really just cares about us making fun of Matt Holmgren. Uh, I just wanted to say, I mean, you're welcome, and we really enjoy doing that. We'll, we'll, we'll try to do it more often. Right. I mean, we're trying to respond to what our listeners want. We can take a shot at Matt Holmgren maybe once or twice a episode. That's not that big of a deal. It's not. It takes, I mean, I've got, I've known the guy for a while. I've got a long list of stories <laughs> I can tell. Did I ever tell you about him uh, throwing, his, throwing his rod off the boat? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're musky fishing. This is a Matt Holmgren story. Me and Matt Holmgren were musky fishing on Wabado, and this is back when Matt was single and in his 20s and spent all of his money on fishing gear. <laughs> you know, I, I had, and I didn't have any money, so, and I was married, so I had like a $200 setup maybe. Matt's just throwing top of the line stuff, right? You know? <laughs> and it's 80 degrees, just a beautiful day, and Matt casts his bait out, and it gets about. It was a bulldog or something heavy. Gets about six feet away from his rod tip, backlashes, just plucks the thing out of his hand <laughs> into the water. And I wa- I feel like I watched Matt calculate how much money was sinking to the bottom of Wabado. And he made a, made a decision, and he pounced like a cat. I can't, I wish I could show you, but it was like a cat. He had all four limbs aimed at the water as he entered the water. He, he was going to swing all of those things. And just a big splash, almost a belly flop, and I, you know, I'm a little concerned for him at this point. You don't like to see people jump out of the, out of the boat. My old dog Shadow was super curious what, what he was are you doing. doing. That's he, my job. He comes up and he doesn't have the rod in his hands. He's got the rod like trapped by his elbows, so he's still doing like a cross-handed dog paddle back to the boat. And as soon as I like realized, all right, he didn't lose any money. 
I'm like helping him back into the boat. I'm like, this is the best day ever. I'm going to be able to tell this story for years. Cell phone wasn't in his pocket. No, nope, didn't cost him any money at all, actually. Just, just embarrassment. A little pride. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah, it was funny to watch. <laughs> oh, That's how we're ending it? I can't see a better way to end it. Just one last shot. Thanks again, Matt Holmgren. And thank you all. We'll see you maybe in the winter, maybe not. If not, uh, see you in the spring. As soon as the thaw starts. <laughs>